This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Public comments from top officials on Capitol Hill seem to indicate a desire to move forward on coronavirus relief before adjourning for the year. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're close to a deal. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell took to the Senate floor today to offer a little optimism on the subject. Our people are hurting, but they're ready to finish this fight. Congress should not keep them waiting for reinforcements that should have arrived literally months ago. So compromise is within reach. We know where we agree. We can do this. Let me say it again. We can do this. And we need to do this. So let's be about actually making a law. But McConnell also criticized Democratic tactics on COVID relief and said they were pushing for unrelated measures in the bill. Later in remarks of his own, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said McConnell was showing an unwillingness to compromise and consider their ideas. Nevertheless, a spokesperson for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she and McConnell spoke today on the phone about their shared commitments to completing COVID relief and an omnibus spending package as soon as possible. Stay tuned to AgriPulse as the funding and relief picture both continue to unfold. The National Pork Producers Council is pushing to secure funding for ag import inspectors in the upcoming omnibus package. Customs and Border Protection officials that screen incoming luggage and packages are typically funded by user fees on international tickets and cargo shipments. But with the drastic cut in international travel this year, NPPC's Liz Wagstrom says a serious funding shortfall is taking place. Funding was used up by the end of September that was in the user fee fund. And USDA was able to find some funding to get it through probably the end of the year. But unless we can get um, up to $630 million, so it's not a small number, included in the um, continuing resolution or the appropriations bills that will need to be passed, um, we're going to be looking at, at losing people. The rise of African swine fever in Asia and Europe in recent years has provided a special emphasis on the need for border security as NPPC hopes vigilance can keep the disease out of North America. Finally today, an ag lender says the farm economy is improving but still shows some signs of concern. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Earlier this year, a producer's profitability looked grim, but one farm lender says things might not turn out so bad. Tim Koch is chief credit officer at Farm Credit Services of America. There was a lot of volatility for agriculture back in the spring, but he says fast forward to today and farm profitability looks good. That profit level is really comprised of two components. One, commodity prices have rallied. And certainly on the crop side, prices are at a point where most producers will be afforded pretty substantial profit margins, uh, certainly corn, soybeans, and, and wheat as well. However, it looks a little different for protein producers. While supply chain processing issues have been worked out, he still sees much more variability. Depending on what their processing arrangement was, how they were selling their cattle or hogs to the processors, that'll create much more variability in their overall profit margins. But the second component of the overall profitability in 2020 is undoubtedly going to be 
the significant level of federal support, whether that was the Paycheck Protection Program or one of the two CFAP program payments. Coke expects some amount of uncertainty moving into 2021, but fuels commodity prices will be favorable. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.